Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I am your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Marcus. Pew pew. Bang bang. Bang bang. Bang bang. Just like the buckshot lariat. And just like Tony Khan's wallet. Um, yeah, Tony Khan's out here uh, making big money moves. Meanwhile, I'm afraid to spend a couple hundred dollars on AirPods. Yeah, but a couple hundred dollars to you is equivalent to a few million for Tony Khan. I feel like a few millions even, kind of like... Yeah. Eh, maybe that's like a couple, like, 50 bucks or something. But this is AEW Dynamite. Dynamite! Big... Big show, go home, kind of a go home to Revolution. Friday is technically the go home, but uh, this is the go home for a lot of storylines. Um, and big announcement from Tony Khan. He bought Ring of Honor. So Tony Khan now owns Ring of Honor. And uh, what's going to happen to it? Who the fuck knows? But with that, he also said that he's going to um, uh, make all of the Ring of Honor library, like the library of matches and stuff like that, uh, open to the public, to the fans. That'll be exciting. I, uh, I'm hoping that we're going to be able to actually watch Ring of Honor, like, you know... On a real channel. I'm sure we will. It'll probably... Because that'll probably also come with a uh, deal with, like, Turner or Warner. Maybe that'll be on, like, HBO Max or something. Um, I, uh, I'm personally excited for, for this. I think it's going to be some awesome stuff. And at the very least, Ring of Honor stays alive. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm just hoping that it's like Ring of Honor and not AEW presents Ring of Honor or some shit like that. Like that'll annoy me. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure it'll still be Ring of Honor. There'll probably be a lot of crossover and stuff. Like it'll probably be like NXT Black and Gold, where it was a WWE product, but it it had its own stories. It was its own thing, um, and there were call ups. Uh, but it was never really, until 2.0, acknowledged as, like, a secondary product. Um, which would be really cool to, you know, get some of that extended roster wrestling. Well, okay, but here's the thing, is that, like, yes, AEW has an extended roster. Um, that isn't getting any use. Mm-hmm. But Ring of Honor also had a roster. Yeah. That doesn't have a job now. But their their roster was also pretty small. Like if you go on their roster page, there's not many people. I've I looked at the women's roster. That is tiny. Their women's roster is tiny. Right. Their women's roster is like super small. Um I'm I'm just hoping that those people take precedence. I'm sure. I'm sure. I I I can also see based on a lot of the reactions from wrestlers and like reactions from people on the show. That there will most likely be an AEW Ring of Honor invasion type thing. Like we're seeing on Impact. Because people like Tony Deppin, um, 
There's Tony Depp and, um, fuck, who's the other person? Uh, a few people in Ring of Honor, I can't remember who else, uh, were, didn't seem very excited about it. <laughs> There's only Tony Depp in. <laughs> you know what, Marie? Yes, there is only Tony Depp in. Um, but, like, they, they weren't very excited. Their tweets were very, kind of, like, upset, in a way. Um... Which might be kayfabe, it might be their real reactions, who knows, I'm hoping it's kayfabe. Um, but I imagine some of it might just be the, um, the fear for their jobs or something like that. Um, the uncertainty, yeah. that's what I meant. Yeah, I, I, if I were somebody that was like, from Ring of Honor and what has not been like, especially a lot of the people who have not like been formally introduced to AEW, I'd definitely be like a little like, like yeah, I don't know. I don't think I trust him. Yeah, I don't. I think that they've got every reason not to trust him. I I I wouldn't say distrust is a thing. It's probably just like like everyone else watching. And and even even some of the wrestlers in AEW were unsure. It's just that uncertainty that comes with all of this. Like, what are Tony's plans? Will Ring of Honor be developmental, or will it be like its own product? I don't know. One thing I am sure of, though, we'll get Jonathan Gresham on AEW sometime. <laughs> I was shocked we haven't had him yet. I didn't realize. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. Imagine him versus Brian Danielson. Stop. I'd lose my shit. That would be so cool. Now, I think the biggest question is, the biggest question, will EC3 come back to Ring of Honor? <laughs> um, EC3 is busy controlling his narrative from the propaganda desk. Mm. So... Mm-hmm. propaganda desk what the fuck where does he think he is <laughs> he thinks he's being like like self-aware like some south park type shit but he's not he's he's so fucking transparent <laughs> i don't know um but besides that announcement um we'll talk more about that in detail Later on, we also got to open the show um, in a little ode to Ring of Honor. We got Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels, which happened 20 years ago today. 20 years ago last week. Um, and so that was a nice little homage. Um, we then have the Casino Tag Team Royale, which the Bucks came out on top. Uh, that saw Darius Martin come back which is awesome, and he had a yeah. fantastic showing. Um, CM Punk had a great promo, which had MJF come out and prove he's a heel still, and bloodied up Punk. Oh my god. Um, we then had Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Uh, Wardlow versus Arbanoni. Wardlow in action. 
And finally, Adam Cole and Red Dragon vs. Hangman Page in Dark Order. It was a very fun show. It was a fun show. Um, a couple of the matches I didn't like, though. They were discombobulated, it felt. Which ones? Um, I hate to say it, but the women's match felt very, like, A lot happening, not a lot of tagging, but a lot of people in the ring at the same time. I saw that more of like, this isn't a wrestling match, this is just a brawl. Right. Which is fair, but when I'm expecting a tag match and there's not tagging and I'm trying to take notes on it, it's mm-hmm. like... There was still some tagging. There was some tagging. <laughs> um, I don't know. You said some right matches. Was there another one? Um, let me look at my notes. Obviously, like, the tag team Royale was good, but, like, that one, from a note-taking standpoint, was not, but that's a battle royale. Which is something you also gotta consider, like, you're taking notes on these matches, and it probably ruins your enjoyment a little bit. I wouldn't say ruins, but it definitely impacts. Yeah. Um, and Cesaro versus Wardlow upset me a little bit, I'll be honest. I mean, yeah. I thought that was, like, kind of a shitty thing to do. Well, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know about that, because I think it just puts Wardlow over. Like, I think Wardlow's winning that that Royale, and he's winning the title. Like, I think they're just building Wardlow to be a fucking champion. Because now that they had MJF sow the seeds of doubt in Wardlow's mind... Ward, I think it's safe to say Wardlow is winning the TNT belt. Because it's Sammy. Sammy's and then the we champ. bring Miro back. Ooh. <laughs> Big, meaty men slapping meat. Yeah. And uh, who's, who's in the Face of the Revolution match on Friday? The qualifier. There's another qualifier on Friday. I think it's Ethan Page. Oh, and Christian Cage. Yeah? You good? Your arm? Same arm as the fucking thumb now, so. Oh, nice, nice. Cool. Um, But yeah, Ethan Page versus Christian Cage on Friday. So. uh, I feel like Ethan's going to win that. But still, Ward, Wardlow's going to win that, that ladder match. He's going to win the title match. Um, we need a Page Squared versus Cage Squared match. Page, uh, Ethan Page and Hangman Page versus Brian Cage and Christian Cage. Is there another age? Page. Nick Cage. <laughs> Nick Cage reffing. <laughs> Um, oh, Marie asked, didn't Ethan debut in the face of the revolution last year? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. I know we watched yeah. it. I didn't know that was his debut, though. Yeah, because that was the time that I made the tweet saying that I always confuse Ethan Page for EC3, and he liked the tweet, and I said, I'm just going to end it all, actually. Yeah, yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Sorry, Ethan. There's no way he's winning <laughs> that ladder match, though. Not with all that beef. <laughs> no. Um. He's kind of he's kind of beefy. 
I mean, he's not as beefy. He's, but he is he's, kind of beefy. He's jacked. He's not beefy though. He's got a little beef. A little beef, yeah, a little. Who am I to judge somebody's beefiness or yeah. jackedness? Yeah. I can't even work this out a consistent schedule. Well, that's because you have a job that isn't working out. Isn't like athletics. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy to work out on a consistent schedule, and that's literally the only job requirement you have. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that'll be a lot of fun. The, the I, I I think Wardlow is one hundred percent winning that again. Because who who else? Who else? They're trying to force some some Keith Lee. Hobbs and Stark storyline. I don't think. I think that's just a facade. It's more boring. Yeah. Um. All right. So, you want to talk about some news? We'll talk about a piece of news or two. Okay. Just one. Yeah. Well, I said or two. Oh, one or two. Okay. If it's three, I'm I'm cutting the show. Just so you know. Okay. That's fine. Um. Alrighty. Hope everybody enjoyed day one of New Japan's. Oh. Oh, she cut out. She froze. Oh, no. Well, it's another, uh, another night of Liz freezing. Damn, we didn't even make it through the first news piece. She'll be back eventually. She's loading in now. Will she be back? Oh, she's gone again. <sighs> Gotta love her internet. Miriam, <laughs> certainties in life, death taxes, Wardlow and action, CM Punk speaks, and Liz freezing up. Don't forget, Veer is coming. Um, did you hear me reading Miriam's chat? No. She said, I wasn't sure. She said, certainties in life, death, taxes, Wardlow in action, CM Punk speaks, and Liz freezing up. Aww. <laughs> Man! We're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to figure something out. This is insane. This mm-hmm. makes me crazy. Yeah. Um, what are you doing? Get back with your family. Alright, so what's the first news piece? I don't know. Oh. Okay. Cool. Is it like loading? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? You want to talk about the WWE? Oh. Um, Let's talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Bad news. Don't have any New Japan news. Let's talk about AAA. Uh, I can give you WWE or AEW. Impact. I can give you WWE or AEW. NXT. Okay. Um, last night, former producer, or, uh, or, sorry, former tag team champion, worked as a producer, um, at NXT 2.0, uh, Rob Conway. 
um, uh, apparently was testing his uh, muscle uh, at the uh, at the producing level. Mm-hmm. Um, did it go well? Not sure. Two point last night was not fantastic. So, well, half of it was. Half of it, I would say, was fantastic. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we also have an NXT 2.0 star who is going to be in NXT UK. I have not watched NXT UK in like a hot, hot we minute. We really should. It's like the only consistently good WWE product. That's true. Um, and weirdly enough, Roderick Strong is going to NXT UK. That's going to be so sick. That's going to be so awesome. It, it, it's so strange. To me. Is there any idea on who he's feuding with? Or what he's doing? Um. No. Nope. Wait, how come he gets to go to NXT UK but Finn doesn't? Finn would actually shine over there. You're saying that, like, Roddy won't. Actually, I'm just saying that Finn's got a better chance of shining over there than Roddy does, I think. Yeah. I wonder if he might recruit somebody for Diamond Mine. Maybe. Think it'll be Devlin? No, 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 no. We had the same thought at the same time. No. It's going to happen then. If we had the same thought, it's Devlin. Devlin's going to Diamond Mine. (laughs) Oh, God. I don't want that block-headed little <laughs> fucker over in the in the states. <laughs> oh, um, I where I hope he feuds with Devlin or Ilya. There's so many people I want to see, uh, Roddy feud with Teoman. Ooh, Mariam with the excellent suggestion for the custody of Charlie Dempsey. That would be sick. Get Charlie Dempsey in Diamond Mine. Um. Honestly, Roddy, get can we get the Creed Brothers over there too with Roddy and get Creed Brothers versus Gallus, or Creed Brothers versus uh, Pretty Deadly? No, I fucking hate Gallus. However, I'd sit through that match. Yeah. Well, see, your camera's freezing up a lot. Oh, for fuck's sake! I can't help it. I mean, I I switched Wi-Fi once I cut out. Mm-hmm. Are you on the five G or the regular right now? Regular. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I could just come in there. Your audio's fine, maybe. We'll just stick it out. If it if it if you freeze again, like like if you cut out again, we'll just have you come in here. I love you. I love off. Bring that in your like, ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't know. Don't I don't know. Because then I gotta I got Oh, wait, no, I'd have to restart the stream then. No, we could just... I'll, I'll turn the camera to Pepita. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys can watch her sleep. Um, She's sleeping with her head up. Mm. Um, this is the news I want. This is the news I crave. Oh, yeah, we're still, we're still doing the news. Um, So, people are wondering what... Triple H's future in WWE is going to be like, considering the fact that 
apparently the person that was like his like um quote unquote um top executive assistant was and um Lisette Pineda um was manager of global talent strategy and development for WWE um was let go. So people are wondering if Paul is going to be next. Dude, at that point, like if all of your top people like the people that you trusted on your side of the company were being fired out of spite i would just leave like fuck that job fuck fuck vince in this case like come on what does i mean we don't know what triple h is thinking he could be thinking i'm gonna just leave right now like, I mean, maybe it's I maybe it's not out of spite, but it most likely is yeah. some succession fucking power game or something. Um, uh, Miriam said Triple H is staying so he and Steph and their kids get that inheritance when Vin- <laughs> Vincent K McMahon finally kicks the bucket. Fucking <laughs> Trips is sitting there and he's just like counting down the fucking days. On- on the calendar he's like please god <laughs> trips is like please don't let it go to shane fucking surprise surprise shane was let go but it was all the work but in vince's head vince is just like actually the whole company's going to him had the will reading everybody just fucking like it's like in fucking knives out where uh Oh yeah, Marta gets the inheritance. Yeah, everything's going to Marta, and everyone's like sitting there, like, what? In all honesty, though, Bruce Pritchard would probably get the company, or Kevin Dunn. Probably. Um. Okay. Other pieces of news. I thought I heard something. Um. Um. WWE and AEW announced expansion of the partnership that they already have. Um, this includes the commission and 30 hours premium WWE themed series. Whoa, 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 um, this means 35. Uh, uh, you, you were kind of cutting in and out for that. Uh, start from the extension. That was the last thing that was clear. Sorry. Um, the expansion includes commissioning of over 130 new hours of premium WWE themed series and 35 new episodes of biography. Hmm. Um, how many legends that they're allowed to talk about that they have left that could fill those 35 new episodes, but they're all on Teddy Long. Probably. Um, and speaking of stars that aren't happy with their current uh, position, um, seems like Alexa Bliss is pretty pissed off right now uh, about Raw mm-hmm. and WWE in general. Um, she was absent from the episode on the 28th, which was at her hometown. 
Um, and a lot of people were asking where she was. She eventually said, I wish I was there. Hopefully I'll be on Raw next time. Um, and somebody else said, hashtag where's Alexa? And she responded, yeah, dot, 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 I don't know. Or she said, um, hashtag where's Alexa? And also the yeah, dot, 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 I don't know. Yeah. You, you, did, did Vince not see the pop that she got at Elimination Chamber? Like, she is clearly a draw. Whether we like the gimmick or not, whether Twitter likes the gimmick or not, she gets a big pop from the live crowd. And I don't know if Vince just doesn't care about the live crowd demo, or if they only... I guess they don't. I guess they don't give a shit about the live crowd because they could just pump in whatever audio they want. It doesn't matter what is over with the crowd. Um, yeah. But, like, she's even got a big following online. How, how do you not see... How do you not have something for... You had something for her when she left. Like, they, they planted the seeds of something. They had something. <laughs> Just have her few... Uh, well, part of me thinks... I'm not sure if you, you mentioned this already. Um, But she was probably supposed to feud with Charlotte before Rhonda came in. Yeah, it sounds about right. Then Rhonda came in... Sidelined Alexa Bliss. Understand being pissed about that. Yeah. How could you not be? And hasn't Alexa had hasn't Alexa had problems with Rhonda before in this respect of like storylines being completely like pigeonholed for the sake of Rhonda? I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't know if that happened. Didn't Bliss lose her fucking title to Rhonda? I think so, yeah. It was either Bliss or Nia Jax that lost it to Ronda. I don't remember though. Um, yeah, it was uh, Bliss versus Ronda. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd definitely be pissed if I was Bliss because we've. The worst part is Ronda doesn't even look happy to be out there, and. Yeah. And, like, for her to half-ass all the shit she's doing, meanwhile, Bliss is trying her fucking hardest to get this impossible-to-get-over gimmick over with the crowd, and succeeded for her to be sidelined. Fucking, I don't like Alexa Bliss at all. I'd rather watch her than Ronda fucking Rousey. Mm-hmm. Any day the fucking week i'd rather watch alexa bliss than ronda rousey yeah at least alexa bliss can cut a fucking promo yeah and she she can fucking wrestle as we saw at elimination chamber she can go um but like you give bliss this horrible horrible gimmick that is weird gross and she rolls with it makes it work she tries her hardest and and she's replaced 
by someone who doesn't want to be there. It is appalling. Yeah. Um. All right. So Johnny Gargano announced that he is willing to take some bookings. Not ready to like make like a full blown ring in ring return, but he um is looking to do select signings mm-hmm. um near home so that he can still be around his kid and not you know be on the road constantly. Which you know fair. Yeah, I'm I'm sure being a new dad, he's worried about being away from his child. Um, but it's good that he's kind of gradually going back into it. Yeah. Probably gotta still work somehow. Yeah. Um, so Chavo Guerrero is pretty pissed at Tony Khan, it seems. Uh, because Chavo was removed from the AEW roster. And somebody pointed it out. And he said, that's news to me. I guess having Tony Khan telling me to go film Young Rock Season 2 and my job will be waiting for me when I'm done didn't mean much. Huh. Well, to be fair, we haven't seen him on TV at all. He's busy filming Young Rock Season 2. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. It's very, very interesting. Got a good look, Tony. Um, I mean, it was very weird that he was on the roster in the first place because he, what, he was only in two episodes, something like that? He wasn't in it for very long. He, I mean, he was around, though. He was, he was around until, uh, Andrade turned on him in favor of Jose. And then Jose took over as the manager. Yeah. I don't know what the plan is, but I kind of feel bad for him. Yeah, I do too. Um, final piece of news, and it's kind of the piece of news I think is most curious, is that Kane Velasquez... Velasquez. Velasquez. Kane Velasquez uh, uh, was arrested on... Suspicion of first degree murder, um, shooting, um, and has officially been charged with first degree murder. Should he get convicted, he will face a very, 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 very long time in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently, the the court documents, according to Russell Talk. Say that Velasquez followed Harry Goularte, um, who was with his mother and stepfather, um, from their home in California. Um, and Goularte apparently was recently charged with one felony count of a lewd and lascivious act for, I apologize for saying this because I hate using these words, um, for allegedly molesting Kane's close relative. So, that's what the court document says, barring child. whatever else. Okay, so that's why I said barring whatever else, because I don't mm. know, we, there's no proof that that's actually what happened. Right. That is just something that was said. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so barring whatever else anybody has said, those are the actual facts at this point. Um, so apparently Cain took things into his own hands um, and is now uh, potentially going to be in jail for a very long time. Yeah. Um, which is not fantastic. Yeah, and... That, that... Oh, so... The, not not to repeat completely what you just said, but uh, the the guy that Cain attempted to to murder was abusing his family member, correct? That was recently charged with a felony count of having molested a family a family relative of right. Cain Velasquez. Okay. Whatever that means. And and. Um, the reason he did it, wait, that, that was the previous charge, right? The previous charge, that wasn't the motivation for this time, the alleged motivation. There's literally no reference as to what motivated King, because that's not going to be in the court documents. But mm-hmm. again, like I said, the facts are that Gularte received the um, felony count for molesting, um, of Kane's close relative, sorry, close relative. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all that's stated. So, yeah. it, it could be, but it probably is I, what made him do that. I know. It seem random. I know there was, um, I, I think it was Fightful that mentioned it, that, um, or PW Insider, the reason that he did that was because the um, Goulard was abusing Cain Velasquez's son in daycare. Okay, again, that's why I'm saying just the facts. Okay, allegedly. Unless, allegedly. Yeah, the court documents don't say that. Right. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I'm not about to make that accusation... That's a whole, that's a whole fucking shitstorm of fucking information right there. Yeah, I I'm. I wonder what the what the verdict will be. But I guess we'll have to wait. Uh, I don't know how long that shit takes. Well, if you're Alberto Del Rio, it takes years and years and years. So yeah, that that news story that shocked that, that shocked me this morning when I read that. <laughs> What the Cain Velasquez stuff? Yeah, yeah. Well, it shocked me when I found out that he was arrested in the first place, and then like everything unfolded, and I was like, "Hmm." Like that's a hell of a not the name I expected to. Yeah, we'll see on a AAA show pretty recently, right? Um, he just made his return like a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. All right. In a weird way, you sort of hope that like. He had some reasoning. Yeah, I, I hope no matter what the verdict is that it's a sad fucking story. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I hope that no matter some... no matter what the verdict is that the right decision is chosen. Yeah. Yeah. On to some happier news. I don't know. Guess. Oh, there's more news. Oh, like. Happier. 
Oh, well, yeah, okay. I guess this is technically news. The the matches and promos? The episode? Well, what we started with. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we started off Dynamite today with Tony Khan's announcement. Uh, he said, normally I'm the one keeping people on time. Everyone here and at home, you're the ones that kept this business going through the pandemic. Tonight is a big night. This is the biggest week in the history of this company. Ahead of Revolution, I have a huge announcement. When we started AEW three years ago, it was out in that parking lot. A lot of you were there in the very beginning. It was about 17 years before that another company started, Ring of Honor. I've been a fan of them for a long time. I'm very excited because today I signed a deal. I became the new owner of Ring of Honor. There's no Shane, it's me. I love that little dig there. Uh, Ring of Honor, 20 years ago last week, the biggest show they had. Christopher Daniels was there. He's been there from the start. The man he wrestled, neither of them won. That man is here tonight. And Brian Danielson comes out. And then Christopher Daniels comes out. And then we have Brian Danielson versus Christopher Daniels. Daniels versus Daniels. And this match was so good. So damn good. Um, we got Daniels doing some jumping jacks in the ring to prove that he's still physically fit. He can um, still go. Yeah. Uh, Danielson starts stomping the shoulder of Daniels away from his body. We get a leg lariat to Danielson and then a springboard sort of moonsault onto Danielson ringside. Um, Daniels bounced his body off the top rope and then went over onto Danielson's shoulder. Um... Daniels goes off the post right into a boot from Brian. Um, I'm down too much. Daniels gets a blue thunderbomb to Brian and then a running strike to the chest of Christopher in the corner. Sort of like stops him up a bit. Top a headbutt takes Danielson off and a big crossbody uh, hits Danielson, but Danielson rolls through right into the Jami. Um, we then get a sort of cradle of it's almost like a crucifix pin, it felt like. Um, two Daniels, and then a rolling elbow strike, and a hurricane around about Danielson uh, pushes Daniels away. Daniels then spikes the oncoming Danielson as he jumps off the buckle into the ground. And then we get a moonsault onto Danielson, but right into a headlock with those stinky-ass legs for Danielson to win. And he's doing the... the bicep flexing as he's doing it uh, as he typically does and he said ladies and gentlemen 20 years since the first ring of honor show cd and i were in the main event at that time we started matches with a handshake and we ended matches with a handshake and he grabs cd's lifeless hand and he says here's the thing i'm not in ring of honor i'm in aew and it's time to kick somebody's head in he starts kicking in cd's head Moxley, or he says Moxley, on Sunday, the head that's going to be stomped in is yours. Mox comes out, and he says, I can see that the American Dragon is better than ever, and I can see he's even more violent than ever. You got it wrong, my friend. There's two paths I can walk right now. Which path I take will determine my future. You think I'm going to walk this path, where I get my head kicked in and fade into oblivion. But that ain't what's going to happen. I choose to walk another path. 
Through sheer force of will, refusal to die, I will walk through this path through bullets and through you. At the end of this path, I beat the American Dragon Brian Danielson. This story of John Moxley is just starting. It's just beginning. I write the first chapter on Sunday, a chapter written in blood. There are a million people watching on TV and thousands of fans here. Want to prove me wrong? Take your shot. Danielson then squares up, looking like he's going to hit Mox, but then rolls out of the ring. Uh, then we get a... Excuse me. We get a promo with Sting and Darby. Darby says, I didn't need help when I won the title. I won't need help on Friday. We're going to do what we always do, steal the show. At Rampage, it's showtime. And so, Rampage, it will be a triple threat. Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen versus Andrade for the TNT Championship. And I don't know who's going to win that. That seems very up in the air. Yeah. I'm not sure. I think either Andrade or Sammy. Whoever's, whoever ends up with it is losing to Wardlow. Gotta hang on to that one. <laughs> Alright, so then we get the Casino Tag Team Royale. 15 teams. Yeah, fuck me if you think I got uh, good notes on this. I tried my best, so. Um, that said. Scrolling on the wrong fucking laptop. My god, this happens every fucking night. We start with F. FTR versus a very, 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 very surprising top flight. Uh, Darius Martin's back. And looking and fucking fantastic. Now, I've got some complaints about how people received this match. And I'll keep them for the end. That's it. Yeah. Um, we got some tandem dropkicks to FTR. Because uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I thought that everyone kind of knew where this was going save it to the end yeah all right i'm just that's all i'm gonna say right now mm -hmm. is just i thought that i thought it was obvious yeah and then it wasn't i guess and i was like oh um we get some tandem drop kicks to fdr uh they're pinging and ponging all over the goddamn place because it's top flight and what will they do besides flying off the ropes um, the acclaimed are the third ones out. We get a thrust kick from Bones to Darius, and then FTR immediately jump to action, beating them up. Um, Alan Angels and Ten are next. We get a back body drop to Dante from Ten and a drop kick from Five. Uh, then we get Butcher and Blade out. Um, Blade gets Alan in his arms, and Butcher stomps on him. Alan, I think, is the first one eliminated. Um, then the Varsity Blondes come out. Um, we go to commercial break. Uh, Proud and Powerful come out. Post that commercial break. Bear Country has also come out at that. Uh, I think Varsity Blondes came out, and then Bear Country came out during the commercial break, yeah. actually. Um, Bear Country were eliminated pretty shortly after the commercial break ended um, by Proud and Powerful. Proud and Powerful then nearly eliminated FTR. Uh, or were nearly eliminated by FTR, sorry. But they weren't. Uh, Max Caster ends up getting eliminated before Best Friends come out. Then, prior to this... Um, Brian Pillman had been eliminated, and nobody made a fucking comment about it. Um, <laughs> then Griff got eliminated. It was just like one of those things where I was like, oh, I guess he's gone. Um, then Griff got eliminated, eliminating all of Varsity Blondes. Uno and Grayson come out next. Ten eliminates Blade, takes on the Butcher. Um, then we got like a three-on-one on Butcher. 
um, who ends up getting eliminated. Um, Bucks are next. FTR kind of like square off a little bit. Nothing really happens. We end up getting Peter Avalon and Ryan Nemeth, and then the Ass Boys. Um, and I have to say that this the, the bullying storyline of the Ass Boys might be my favorite thing that's ever happened to the AEW. Yeah. Like, it's just so funny. Um, and the Ass Boys are eliminated almost immediately by the Bucks and FTR together. Then we got Bucks and FTR squaring off again before Brock and Lee Johnson come out. Uh, they attack Nemeth and Avalon. And they take on Bowens. It gets mad fucking crowded in the ring. Bowens takes out 10. Chuck Taylor gets eliminated by Ortiz. Peter and um, Nemeth are eliminated. 2.0 come out. Then we have Bucks eliminating Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson. Top flight eliminate Bowens. Trent and Uno fight on the apron for a little bit before Uno gets cursed by Danhausen and then eliminated. Um, and Trent's super super fucking confused. Trent's just, like, staring at him, like, before giving him a nice little thumbs up. And I was like, okay, <laughs> good job, Trent. We're, we're growing. We're, we're, you know, evolving. He, um, well, he, he tried to give him a thumbs up, but Danhausen was too busy yelling at the, at the ref. And Trent was like, come on, I'm trying to give you a thumbs up. <laughs> I know, he's, you could finally hear him say, hey, Danhausen. <laughs> uh, so proud and powerful and 2.0 end up on the apron FTR eyeing them uh, eventually 2.0 gets eliminated by Proud and Powerful um, and then Proud and Powerful are eliminated by FTR and uh, 2.0 assisting um, then Trent gets eliminated by Matt Jackson then we have Young Bucks FTR and Top Flight Cash takes out Dante also gets eliminated though then Red Dragon come out they help the Bucks eliminate Daxi and finally it's Darius just Darius and Matt or, no, Darius, Matt, and Nick. Um, Darius nearly eliminates Nick, who gets saved by Brandon, but then eventually gets eliminated by being pushed off the top rope. It was fucking scary. And very nervous, and I was mm-hmm. so glad Brandon was there to catch him. Because I saw that spot, and I was like, oh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> um, and then we got Matt fighting Darius, and it was tense as fuck. Matt did more than enough, I think, to put Darius back over. Um... I don't know if Darius ever needed the help, but if he did, job done. Um, it was stressful. I genuinely was like, is Top Flight actually going to win this? Because going into this, I thought it was kind of clear the winning, and that's kind of, I think that's why I wasn't excited Wait, for this. It was, it was clear that who was winning? The Bucks. Okay. Um, and I, that's why I wasn't really excited for this match, because I was like, all these fucking tag teams just for what I thought was an obvious outcome because we're going to have Bucks versus versus Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, whatever, mm-hmm. but versus Red Dragon. I thought that was, like, very clear. Yeah. And a lot of people were mad that the Bucks won. I was like, I get that, like, because obviously we don't need them in the title picture anymore. But I thought that that was, like, I thought that was a given. Yeah, I mean, A... Tons of companies, tons of promotions, in fact, I think every promotion in the world does obligatory rematches. That's just a thing. This is a good way of doing it because they're qualifying on their own, not just asking for one. No, because the Bucks didn't lose to Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Oh, so then... 
it's even more of a reason for them to to be in the picture because I, I guess at the end of the day my thing was just i just thought that i i was confused why people were so excited for this because i was like i thought that we all knew that the bucks were winning and that's why i was just like oh whatever it's a fucking tag match and once the jacksons came out i was like i i had an idea that there was out. there was a chance another team could win like maybe red dragon cost uh the bucks the win at the end to continue that feud but to get top flight in the match um that yeah. could have been pretty interesting i'm still happy with the result because the match is going to be insane at revolution i'm just excited for the bucks and red dragon to fucking like each other apart mm -hmm. and then have adam cole have to sit there and like be like what pieces do i pick up yeah yeah i mean it's true I, I i don't think that jungle boy and luchasaurus are dropping the titles at revolution i think they are i think they oh are. you do yeah okay then let me follow this up with if the bucks win the titles back i will be throwing a fit i don't want them to have the i don't think now. it's the bucks i think it's red dragon and i will just lose my shit um because Jungle Jungle Express is not fun to watch. They're not at all. It's not fun to. I mean, not to say they're boring or anything. But they're boring champions, but they're not boring in the ring. Um, but their their title reign is just not interesting at all. Um. But with that said, it is triple threat rules, which means there's no DQ. So. Anything is up in the air. The Bucks could bring back that thumbtack shoe. Um, if there's one thing that I I know uh, AW does well, mm -hmm. they do a good tag match. They yeah, and multi man match too. And also, I think it was great that the Bucks did such a good job putting Top Flight over. I I really did not expect Top Flight to get that far. Oh yeah. Um. Especially to get Darius out there and on the spotlight again. Mm -hmm. I think that they're setting Top Flight up finally for something good. I I think that that was not an accident. Yeah, I wonder. Maybe the Bucks do win it back, but they're just transitionary for Top Flight. Calm down there. Don't don't will that into I'll... not yet. I also want FTR to get the titles back. That that I crave. Um, but yeah, I I thought the Casino Tag Royale was a lot of fun, uh, especially seeing Top Flight come in and be the second team in. Um, especially when it was down to the last three teams, it got very exciting. I thought they were just gonna repeat last week. When it was like, oh, five people uh, who are the only one left in their team are are, are left. Um, but no, they they shook it up. They made it different. I was hoping for like a little surprisey surprise, but that's gonna come at revolution. Yes, Darius was the surprisey surprise. Yeah, the the big surprises can wait until uh, revolution. Maybe Kenny comes back. I don't know how far along he is in his physical therapy, but... I don't think Kenny's... 
there was there was a timeline like months ago that he'd come back at, at uh in February. Now February is past. Um, but anyway, we get a Chris Jericho interview. He pretty much repeats everything from last week. He says the entire wrestling world is buzzing over the announcement of me versus Eddie after a promo segment last week. Not that Eddie would understand what promo means. Why is no one's buzzing about that? Yeah. Um, I know you're gonna becoming a star. I know you're becoming a star. I knew you always would be. He literally said, he literally said in that promo he thought he was a jobber. Yeah. You. Yeah. No. I. You never thought he would be a star, though. <laughs> um, this Sunday, you finally get your chance to win the big one in AEW. I am the big one. I want you to look deep down. Do you think you have what it takes? Do you think you have the self-confidence? If you can beat me, I'll look you in the eye, shake your hand, and tell you you have my undying respect. If you don't beat me, I'll laugh at your pathetic ass and tell you to GFY. That is the worst. Stop trying to make GFI a thing. GFY. Um, but then Santana and Ortiz walk in, and they bump fists, and Jericho says, are we good? And they just walk away. Jericho says, I've got your backs. I've always got your backs. I think this is a red herring. I don't know. I think this is a swerve. Yeah. Yeah, I think Santana and Ortiz have uh, Eddie's back. So why wouldn't they? Jericho's been a fucking asshole. That's been the whole point of the storyline. If, if, if Santana and Ortiz still side with Jericho, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be pissed off with this story. Yeah, I know, that would be bullshit. It, it would completely undo and invalidate everything that's been said in this entire story. Um, so then we get CM Punk out in the ring and CM Punk says, I used to wake up every morning, splash myself in the face, look myself in the mirror and ask myself, am I the bad guy? Up until a week ago, I was certain Max was the bad guy. I think what Max did for him to come out here and bear his soul like that, I think that takes courage. He spoke about a lot of important things. I can't shake the feeling that I'm being gaslit. I'll make it clear to everyone here. I don't think Max is lying. I believe those things happened. Where my questions lie is his sincerity. I don't know if it matters. There's a famous picture of me very young with Steve Austin. And after much lesser men framed him as somebody who took his ball went home, I didn't get mad or lash out. Since I've been here, I've seen Max knock out Dean Malenko, who's suffering from Parkinson's. I've listened to Max bury Brian Pillman Jr.'s father in his hometown. I had to sit back and watch Max say awful things about Darby Allen's uncle. Here's the thing. Hurt people hurt people. When I came here, Max stood in front of me, stuck his hand out, and I didn't shake his hand. Am I Dr. Frankenstein and he's the monster? Right now, I don't think there's anything I can say that's more impactful than what I can do. I want Max to come out, but I don't want anyone else besides Max from last week to come out. MJF comes out, and Punk says, Here's the thing, Max. I've done horrible things in my life. I used to be you. I poured alcohol down an alcoholic's throat. 
I covered a wrestler in the ashes of his dead manager. I'm here to tell you that all that hate is going to burn you up. I like to think my respect isn't given, it's earned. And right now, this is bigger than me, you, or wrestling. This is about that 11-year-old kid that looks up to you the same way you looked up to me. I might be wrong, but I woke up this morning and looked at myself and asked, are you the good guy? The answer is, I sure am trying. And he offers a hand for MJF to shake. Uh, Max steps away and ponders for a second before hugging Punk. And then quickly sending a low blow. Uh, and then Pinnacle comes out. He gives a pile driver to Punk from the ropes. I think like a draping pile driver or something like that. Um, and then reveals his shirt of uh, with a picture of him and Punk on it. Um, Wardlow and Spears then come out. Spears gives um, MJF the diamond, diamond dynamite ring, and punches Punk in the head with it. While meanwhile, FTR is fighting off security, and by this time, Punk's head is just or face is covered in blood, like drenched in it, and still pouring out. Um, Spears then puts a dog collar around Punk's neck, and uh, MJF says, "You're stupid. I'm a snake." I'm going to show these mindless sheep that I am the devil himself. Uh, and then Sting, Darby, and Sammy come out and make the save. Um, um, in fact, he did the exact same thing to Cody. Did he? In the hugging and then the low blow? Yeah. Huh. Um, this feud, I think, is going to, like, cause psychic damage to me. I think this is the best storyline that AEW has ever done that any any promotion has ever done uh in in the last decade um this this is incredible um and and I think the best part is even though MJF like swerved punk it doesn't invalidate anything he said last week. All that still could be true. He could still be Frankenstein's monster. But he's not sincere about it. Um, and that's the exact thing Punk was talking about. Like, he, it's, It probably all happened, but he's questioning the sincerity. And at this point, it doesn't matter because that match is still going to happen. Um, and I hope, I hope, I hope, I pray to God that Wardlow does not get involved. Spears does not get involved. FTR does not get involved. Because this match needs to be just Punk and MJF. I think it. Well, I think it will be. Hope it will be. I mean, after. <sighs> no, because Darby and and MJF that had the ring. Like the, this. This needs to be just them. I think we have two options here, which is either MJF gets fucking destroyed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Fucking knocked 
down a peg. Or MJF wins and becomes a, a heel that we have not seen before. Yeah. Like, in terms of just horribleness. Yeah. And I, I think this opens up MJF to challenge Hangman after Cole's done. It's ending at the same time. The thing is, though, Wardlow will probably be next for, for MJF. And unfortunately, Wardlow, you're probably not going to win. <laughs> um, but God, and, and Punk's face so bloody. This was amazing. This was a fantastic promo. There was blood gushing. It was horrible. Got on the lens, too. I don't know what that man did. Yeah, I don't know. <sighs> Love it, though. Love it. Um, so then we had an interview with Keith Lee. Ricky Starks walks in. He says, I'm just here to let you know Rampage is Stark's country. If you show up on Rampage, you might not make it to Revolution. I'll see you when I see you. Keith says, and I will be there. Uh, and then we got Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. Boy, howdy, do I love seeing Jamie Hayter on my television. Boy, howdy. Uh, I feel like we haven't actually seen her in a minute. No, we have. Doing, anything, like, doing wrestling. Yeah, yeah. Has been a minute. Doing the wrestle, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was the match I had to complain about because it just it was really hard for me to follow. Um, at first, and this was partially Thunder Rosa's fault. Thunder Rosa was standing in the corner, kind of to start off, while Mercedes Martinez was beating the shit out of Britt, and Rosa was helping. But when Rosa got out of the ring, Jamie was. On the on one ring post, right? And in my head, I was like, "That's not the, that's not where you should stand. You should stand at the ring post closest to the ramp." I wasn't standing there, so Thunder Rosa was standing there, and I was like, "Is Jamie just abstaining from helping Britt out, or is Thunder Rosa in the wrong fucking corner?" It was very confusing. I didn't understand what was happening. Um. It sorted itself out after a point. Um, Britt got a sling blade off on to Mercedes to get Jamie in. Jamie got some forearms. Um, or Mercedes got some forearms to Jamie, knocking her down. And then Jamie and Britt attack Thunder Rosa while the ref is distracted. Um, we go to commercial break and we come back. We get a backbreaker from Jamie to Mercedes Martinez and a super kick. Rosa and Britt um, end up uh, facing off. She drives Britt into the mat, covers. Jamie breaks it up. But Mercedes Martinez ends up fighting off Jamie Hayter, which we're going to use later on, I'm sure, at some point. Um, and Rosa ends up hitting Britt with the Thunder Driver to win clean. Um, I think that it says a lot that Britt just lost. Because Jamie was being held back from the ring. Yeah. Or or rather, not lost because of that, but lost 
while Jamie was being held back because either Britt can use that as like ammo against Jamie, mm-hmm. which I don't think she would because Britt seems to be more amicable towards Jamie than Jamie is towards Britt. I think Jamie's going to be like, you lost because I didn't help you. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be a hell of a feud. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait, especially because like, I'm tired of feuds in AEW for women being only about titles. Yeah. Because uh, we've got a lot of those. Yeah. Um, or not a lot. Well, yeah, a lot of those. Um, Chris and Layla are like the only two right now, I think, besides Serena Deeb, just wanting to kill jobbers. Um, I think it's just Chris and Layla. Um, when, when Britt loses that title... Jamie needs to turn on her. Mm-hmm. ASAP. And I'm going to fucking lose my mind. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've been waiting for this since Jamie Hater came in. Yeah. The moment the moment Jamie was like, I'm not doing the DMD thing, I was like I'm ready. Yeah, agreeing. Um also I've got more information regarding um Ring of Honor's acquisition. So, <clears throat> this is according to Bodyslam.net, so take that as you will. Um, so, this isn't confirmed, but it said that uh, the price was 30 to $40 million. Um, and, quote, when asking around about the sale of Ring of Honor and plans for the company going forward, forward sources confirmed to me that internal plans call for AEW to utilize ring of honor as a developmental territory of sorts additionally it was said that quote-unquote main roster AEW talent will be dipping into the ring of honor brand on occasion um and that's it was there a weird squeaking noise over on your end not that i know of well it's ghosts anyways go on um, I don't like the sound of that, but sure. I mean, it's exactly what I was talking about with, like, NXT being, um, like, its own brand, but was technically developmental. Like, it was seen right. as developmental by the executives, but was, on TV, its own, its own promotion. That's not, but that, the, the thing that I don't like about that is, again, what I said is that, yeah, AEW has a fucking bloated roster. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor had a roster. Yeah. And if those people are going to just be treated as developmental when they're established wrestlers, I feel like that's kind of fucked. I mean, Ring of Honor has always kind of been developmental in a sense for AEW and WWE. They've always had their talent poached by bigger companies. It's just now this is more, you know, you're officially like developmental. Allegedly, because we don't, uh, Body Slam isn't the most reputable uh, news source. Um, Mariam says, I wonder what that means for the current Ring of Honor title scattered around right now. Well, Deanna's probably going to lose that title at Supercard. Uh, Gresham is 100% holding on to that. Josh Woods will probably hold on to his title. Briscoe, oh, it did. Yeah, Briscoe's had the Ring of Honor tag title. They're probably making their way to AEW after um, 
after uh, Supercard. They already have a storyline with FTR. Uh, <laughs> Adro71 does bring up a fun point. Ring of Honor can be in the video game. We can get the Ring of Honor roster in the AEW game. That's true. I, I, I think they'll still... Ring of Honor will probably still be taken seriously. And their titles will probably still be their own titles, like how NXT had their own titles. It's just... Their talent will only be poached by AEW. Yeah, I'm not worried about Ring of Honor not being taken seriously. I'm worried about people who had jobs suddenly not having... Well, they didn't have... I guess, yeah, Ring of Honor folded and, like, yeah. they technically left everyone from their contracts. But still, it's like... I think there was kind of a lingering hope that maybe, like, once Ring of Honor came back, they'd all be kind of, like, siphoned in for the most part. Mm -hmm. And I think that that hope is getting uh, kind of obliterated. Yeah. I think that's why some people are kind of pissed about this happening that are, like, actual roster talents. Right. And I want to hope that those members of uh, Ring of Honor that were part of it when, when it folded... Um, will get first priority to come back. Like, I know Gresham will 100% be coming back. Um, but, you know, like, Vincent and the Honor No More guys will probably stay on Impact. They've got a home there. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. And, and developmental could mean different things like they probably won't be developmental in the sense of nxt 2.0 right now um where they're treated as lower than everyone i i there is the possibility that they could be treated as nxt black and gold where adam cole came up to the main roster and beat daniel bryan one-on-one -on -one, uh in front of a live crowd you know, there are situations like that. Mm -hmm. And it all depends on who's booking it. I think William Regal's floating out there. Samoa Joe's floating out there. You got two of the greatest minds of NXT. Why not bring them to Ring of Honor? Have them book and promote your, your developmental brand. I... I'm I'm just again I'm hoping for the best. That's all I can say here. And this is better than otherwise anyway because the the alternative is Ring of Honor either just completely folds and never comes back or they're bought by WWE. Right. Like there there were very few good options for Ring of Honor, which is the sad part. Yeah. Um and it's no one is to blame except for Sinclair. Um, kudos to Tony for taking what was a somewhat helpless situation and doing okay here's here's my disconnect actually my biggest problem with Ring of Honor folding was really good wrestlers losing the opportunity to show off who they are um, and having their own company like a company that they were part of mm -hmm. um people like chris dickinson um people like bandito people like um 
they had there was Ring of Honor, you know, mm. that like kind of like highlighted them. Shane Thorne Productions, or not Shane Thorne Productions, <laughs> Shane Taylor, <laughs> Shane Thorne. Wow, Shane Taylor, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. And it's not productions, it's promotions. Promotions. I I always I fuck that up on a regular mm. basis. It's not the point. Shane Taylor Promotions. Um, it's when Ring of Honor folded. The saddest part of Ring of, Ring of Honor folding was those people losing their jobs, right? Losing their platform. Yeah. So for Tony to save Ring of Honor, yeah, that does a great job of saving Ring of Honor, the shell. Mm-hmm. But if Tony doesn't save Ring of Honor, the meat, then it's sort of an empty gesture and just him amassing wealth. Maybe, maybe he'll use Supercard of Honor as a way to see, like, like who could he bring in? Like, who could he bring back to Ring of Honor? Um... And plus, some of the biggest people in AEW, like Punk, Danielson, Cole, Red Dragon, they came up in Ring of Honor, so I doubt they would let Tony, like, get away with letting it just, you know, um, not crash and burn, but play a second act to AEW. I, mean, I think there's only so much that those people can do at the end of the day. But as, as we've seen, Tony Khan still listens to his wrestlers, especially someone like as big as CM Punk. I think that Tony Khan can be bullied into doing the right thing. That's for fucking <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's no doubt in my mind that Tony Khan can be bullied into doing the right thing. Um, will he be? Is the question. Um, and I think that we literally can't know until we know i mean Miriam also said and she's got a good point that tony has a certain level of respect for wrestling as a whole um and plus the bucks are evps and i'm sure I, did they come up in ring of honor at all they did yes yeah yeah um um sorry, my light is like dimming in and out huh? which is very fun to watch and definitely a little stressful um, no, there, if there's one thing that can be said for Tony Khan, it is that he is a wrestling fan. Yeah. And the people who should be running wrestling promotions are wrestling. Okay, right, let me dial that one back, actually. The best owner for a wrestling company is somebody that is also a fan of wrestling. Yeah, look at Triple H and look at what he did to NXT. Right. Sorry. I don't want to say that the best person to own a wrestling company is just a wrestling fan mm-hmm. because there are a lot of wrestling fans with really stupid opinions. Yeah. And and just go on Twitter. And although he's he's a rich a rich man um in a rich CEO, uh I uh, it's it's still given off, he's still given off the sense that he's collaborative and not just like a Vincent K McMahon where it's his show. I love that you got it, gave us the K. Yeah. <laughs> um, just for wondering which Vincent it was. <laughs> Adro71 just mentioned uh, that Tony Khan should hire Triple H. Now Triple H has a place to go if things don't work out at WWE. Listen, 
if I could have one thing this year, and this is going to sound horrible and it's very selfish of me, I I apologize in advance. I want Triple H out of the WWE, mm-hmm. and I want it now. Yeah. I want that man to take William Regal and go somewhere else. Yeah, he's being bullied. He's being more than bullied. He's being like... Just a step short of being held hostage. <laughs> Um, we, we should get back to the episode. We've gone way far off. Um, my light is straight up just like going in and out. And I'm like, if I were to touch my outlet right now, what would happen? The bulb might be dying. Oh God. I didn't even think about that. If the bulb is dying, I'm fucked. (laughs) That's an industrial bulb. I'm going to have to buy another. It's not like you can just go to like the store and buy one of these. (laughs) <laughs> you, i just wanted a sexy fun lamp you're, you're being you're being told don't don't touch the, don't touch the outlet <laughs> um yeah, it's probably the bulb uh no it's done this before except it was much worse and i just changed the, the outlet on the strip it was plugged into and uh it was fine for a you need while. to change that strip you need to change that asap anyway let's are like super loose in it anyway Oh my god. Anyway, I can't believe I live with you. Don't go near it. Don't look your paw before going near the outlets. Oh my god. Anyway, we have an interview with Ty Conti and Anna Jay. Jade Cargill walks in. And she just says, bitch, shut up. And uh, Mark Sterling walks in and he says, if you so much as harm a hair on her head, we will take away the opportunity faster than you can say jujitsu. Ugh. Adro seventy one says, "I've worked in construction for long enough to know don't fuck with with the shifty outlet. So don't God. turn it off, unplug it, and uh, get a new one." Um. So then we have a we have a video package for Chris Statlander and Layla Hirsch. Is that match happening on uh, Rampage? I don't know. Um, I forgot that this feud was still happening. I did too. Actually, from um, brutally honest. What? Oh, br- being brutally it, honest. Yeah, I completely forgot that we were still doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So then we get Wardlow versus Cesar Bononi. It's been a while since we've seen Cesar. Yeah, I was pissed about this match. It's kind of surprised we didn't get him and uh, Peter Avalon. In the tag team battle royal. You know why we didn't? Why? He was doing this. Uh, yeah. Oh, Adro71 said, uh, Chris and Layla is the revolution buy-in. That makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Oh. Tony had a chance to have a handful of women's bangers. I don't know. I I just feel like... Ryan's like a great spot, but I'm excited to see that match. Yeah, it's the it feels like a rampage match, but I'm glad it's being stuck in the pay per view, uh, like the very least. Can I say something that's like not very nice, but like I say this with all the love in my heart because I'm really excited for this match. Okay. You know why it's above a rampage match? Why? It's a woman's feud that they actually gave more than five seconds of storytelling to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
that said, I'm super excited for this match. I whether it's the Bayern or not, I don't I don't give a shit. Um, I think this is going to be a really fun match, and it's two super strong ass ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Anyways, I don't really need to cover the Wardlow Cesar match. Um, Wardlow power bombed the shit out of Cesar and made him look like a little fucking uh, Barbie doll. And that's not a sexist comment. I just mean like adult <laughs> that you fucking smack against the table multiple times. Yeah. Until the head pops off. Yeah. Um. Hopefully we get Cesar back on Dynamite and winning matches. Because he is very good. Um, so we get a Malachi Black promo. I I didn't take too many notes on this because uh, some talking was happening in the room. I couldn't hear what was being said on the TV. Um, you make one comment about Brody King being hot. No. And you get no. That wasn't that wasn't what was being said. It was from like the start of it. I caught like more towards the end. I caught a uh, uh, buddy. Am I still being? Yeah, you're, you're half of it. You were you were half of the talking. Um. So yeah, Malachi is like shrouded. What? Damn it! <laughs> your your mic cut out a little bit, and all that came out was papa. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, papa! <laughs> oh, poor baby girl. Uh, all right. So Malachi is like shrouded in darkness. His his curse is still growing, and he says they gave you new ways to find new levels of Brody King appears, violence. Um, Buddy appears and says judgment. The one thing everyone passes and is to receive. We don't cast judgment. We seek truth. The house always. Malachi says wins. Uh, then. We get an interview with Wardlow and Sean Spears, and, and Sean's like apologizing to Wardlow. MJF walks in and he says, I want to give you good news. Oh, I w- yeah, I want to give you good news. Um, oh, Ajo said uh, the other buy in match is QT versus Hook. I thought I heard that that was on Rampage. I guess I heard incorrectly. But, uh,. Again, another few that I completely forgot about, and I don't know how I yeah, forgot about that one. Well, we forgot about it because they they did it once, like they alluded to it a couple times on Rampage, and then like it's kind of just been in the background. You know why I think? Well, no, because Hook was around. There, 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 there are a lot of loose strings for me with AEW right now. In that, mm. like with that, Chris and Layla, yeah. um, a White's random appearance that. So, we haven't talked about since. Well, because Jay White's um, with, busy with Impact right now. We got sacrifice on Saturday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my word for myself, but yeah, I'm. Oh, you still here? Yeah. Okay. I thought I thought you you, uh, lost connection again. Oh no. Um. And so MJF continues, he says, If you win the Face of the Revolution match, I'll let you keep the title. Besides, it's not like you're winning anyway. Wardlow finally speaks up. And he says, It's because I'm busy making sure you're always winning. MJF slaps Wardlow. And he says, You don't work for AW, you work for me. If I were you, I would not mistake my kindness for weakness, or you and your family will be out on the street. Oh. Oh. Wardlow's winning that title. 
Wardlow is 100% winning that title. <laughs> and I can't wait. Um, and then finally, Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Hangman, Adam Page, and Dark Order. Six man. The girls have begun to fight. Um, also, I'm going to say something that I say regularly. But the point stands. Bobby Fish needs to stop being so fucking loud. He's mainly loud. Mm-hmm. To the point where I don't have to see him. I can hear his voice. Yeah. Also, I'm in love. Anyways, we start with Adam versus Adam, but not for very long. Um, Bobby gets in. He goes for a solid kick to the head of Paige. Paige ends up just kicking the shit out of Fish. Um, ends up taking on both Fish and O'Reilly. O'Reilly gets suplexed by a newly legal Johnny um, after exchanging some kicks with him. Then we get Kyle versus Reynolds. Cole gets in with uh, some right hands to Reynolds. Kyle gets in with a uh, little, little abdominal stretch. Those rapid tags. Uh, when Hangman gets in, he takes on Kyle and Bobby Fish, who goes about yelling, I got him, I got him, to help Kyle, when he does not, in fact, have Hangman anywhere whatsoever. Hangman runs halfway across the ring from him. Um, Fish gets him. Uh, we get Adam in after, kind of like Tom, Bobby, like, I can I can handle this, I can take him on. Uh, we get a pink sunset uh, attempt, just countered with a dead eye attempt, um, which is countered with just 500 fucking roll-ups. Uh, we end up getting a super kick to the top of the knee, um, and then Cole ends up fighting John Silver for a hot minute after commercial break. Um, Kyle gets in after Adam sends Reynolds off the apron. Uh, we get we go for an armbar on John Silver, um, but Silver gets up, fights back, gets thrown down into a leg bar, but gets up. It's back. Bobby gets in uh, for like a hot second before Cole gets in. And then Hangman gets in immediately after that. Cole tags out right away. Getting Kyle back in. Hangman takes out Bobby for just fucking talking too much. Um, that's really solid. Bobby's on the apron chirping. And Hangman just like, I think, clotheslines him off the apron. Um, and then hits Kyle to pop a powerbomb. It breaks down. We've got everybody fighting everybody. Um, eventually we get a brain buster over the knee to Silver from Cole, um, right into a knee to Cole from Hangman. And then Cole ends up with the other legal man, which is Reynolds at the time. He strikes Reynolds and then hits him with, um, it's, it's the final shot, right? Uh, the last shot. The last shot. Final beat is Johnny's. One final beat. One final beat. Yeah. Okay. So the last shot, um, Cole gets off to Reynolds for Cole to win. Um, sorry, I always confuse the two of them. Only knows what reason. Well, I know the reason. They're named very similarly. Yeah. Um, pretty fun match. I'm very excited for uh, Cole and Hangman, which is confirmed to be 
um, main eventing revolution. All right. So that is our recap of tonight's Dynamite. You want to talk about the bests of the night? Yeah? Yeah. All right. So Everybody? before we get into the best of the night, if you have a question for a question segment, please leave it in the chat now, and we will get to it after the bests of the night. What are you doing? Aww. Upside down. Why is she upside down? Look at her. She's cuddled. <laughs> and no more looking at the cat. Alright. So, promo of the night. I think it's... I, I think we're both in agreement on what promo of the night is. There's no contest. It's Chris Jericho. <laughs> no, it's CM Punk and MJF. Shit was yeah. great. Shit was amazing. Alright. Wrestler of the night now. Uh let's see. Um Oh, Adra said MJF's uh making punk bleed in the dog collar thing was a callback to punk's ring of honor promo i did see somebody posted on twitter a, a picture of um of that segment i didn't make the connection though oh the i'm a snake hmm. oh I'm all right wow. i love that i love the callback all right, so, and of course it makes perfect sense that that would motivate MJF, because he idolized Punk. Um, all right, so let me give you three choices for Wrestler of the Night, all right? Yeah. Christopher Daniels, Darius Martin, and Adam Cole. Darius Martin. Agreed, agreed. Dude held his. That own. man fought for a hot minute. Oh yeah. And like, it's not just like wrestling. Like my dude is jumping off of ropes and doing flips, and it's like, okay, mm -hmm. calm down. <laughs> All right, let's talk about match of the night now. Uh, as always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night, and we'll talk about which one is the uh, best match of the night. So, worst match of the night, three out of ten. Wardlow versus Arbanoni. Next. Um, with a 5 out of 10, Adam Cole and Red Dragon versus Hangman Page in Dark Order. That was a fun, fun enough match. Uh, next up, 5 out of 10, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Thunder Rosa and Mercedes Martinez. I thought it was fun. I know it wasn't your thing, but I kind of like the fact that it was more of a brawl than... Um, a typical wrestling match. Listen. At the end of the day. It was scary women fighting each other. Mm -hmm. Complaining too much. I'm just saying that like it was hard for me to follow. That's it. Yeah. And having having Brit be pinned in the end was an interesting choice that I don't necessarily agree with. I don't either, but it's nice. It's just a preview. Yeah. What's Alright, so next up with a 6 out of 10, Christopher Daniels versus Brian Danielson. I thought this was a really fun match. 
Um, I, uh, yeah, it, it was so much fun. It was a great way to start the show. And uh, we can clearly see that Christopher Daniel still has it. As if there was any doubt. Before I get to the best of the night, though, I do want to shout out a match that everyone should see. A match that everyone should seek out and watch from uh, from today. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Zuchika Okada versus El Desperado. Amazing match. Amazing. Is that our match of the night? No. That's just a, a little shout out. A little recommendation. If you're not watching the New Japan Cup right now, you're probably right for doing it because mm -hmm. it's the early rounds and it's like a little wonky. But if you're not watching New Japan right now, I'm sorry. Um, you're missing the they, they booked some bangers in the first round, like Okada versus Despi. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and also, should you... I don't know if you can for free, but I know for a fact that they put up single matches. Um, should you ever like want to return to one match, if you just click like the day and like the tournament, it'll show you like one match each. So you don't have to like watch all of it just to watch Kazuchika and Despi. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like we should have a thing where we like, like maybe like a subscriber newsletter where we give like weekly match recommendations more than the best five of the week. I think that'd be fun. We each give five recommendations. You think I know things that I watch? Sure. Um. All right. So. Match of the night, in my opinion, the Casino Tag Team Royale. I think AEW does Tag Team Royale so well. And and this, the getting top flight over was so great. Um, And they did so much without having like big surprises and big reveals. Um, and everyone kind of had a spotlight except for Bear Country and, and Varsity Blondes. I see your face. It doesn't look like you agree. I didn't like the match, but I think better than it. Like, content-wise, tonight's episode was great. Match-wise, it wasn't really... Uh, it was neither here nor there for me. I don't, I don't know. I, I really like this match. I liked that the Bucks were. Um... I'm I'm saying that. Mm. Wise, this entire episode was not there for. Yeah, me. yeah. I was just talking more about the specific match, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. All right, cool. Um. So to run it back, promo of the night: CM Punk gets bloody. Wrestler of the night: Darius Martin. Match of the night, the Casino Tag Team Royale. All right, you want to answer some questions? I'll answer one question. Okay. Okay. All right, I see how it is. All right, so Miriam in chat asks, there's so much going on with the AEW Ring of Honor deal, but what is your one hope from it all? Either with talent that come through, stories they might do, a streaming deal, what is your ideal use of this deal? 
I'll let you go first. My want is very simple. EC3. I want... No. <laughs> I want to be watching of Honor on regular like cable television or more accessibly than it had been previously. I'm gonna, um I'm going to disagree with you. Mark wants it to be harder to watch, no. I guess. Okay. No, no, I don't want it on cable TV. I want it on HBO Max. Mark wants it to be harder to watch. How is that is harder to watch? It's it's easy. More people have streaming than fucking cable TV now, I think. You can't go back and watch watch old uh cable TV episodes, but you can go back and watch old HBO Max episodes. Um Contrary to that point, yes, you can go back and watch old cable TV episodes. We watched cable TV tonight, and we recorded cable TV tonight. We can go back and watch the tonight's episode of Dynamite. We have cable TV without having like Time Warner cable or something like that. Well, we we can. I want it to be on a regular ass network television. We can only go back and watch old Dynamite because we record the episodes. That is not a power limited to us. I know. I know, but not everyone records the episodes. But like I'm I'm saying putting it on streaming will be a lot easier. I think it's more accessible to put it on cable television. You can get cable television via a cable provider or you can get cable television via like we have just Sling. Mhm. Which more people you're right, more people do have like Sling and Fubo and shit like that than they have like Optimum or whatever the fuck. Um like, it feels outdated to even say the names of cable companies. Um, I just think that with the way that a lot of cable television companies are also getting streaming deals, it is easier to put it on something that is not like they were, which was Fight TV. And HBO Max, I feel like, is like also kind of out of that ballpark. I just want it to be easier for people to watch. I want it for easier for people... To watch on a regular basis. So you're saying, for example, let's say it's like a TV show. Right on. We'll say like, uh, like, like, um, what's a show you like? We'll say like Peacemaker. You would rather watch Peacemaker on on TNT every week as opposed to being being released on HBO Max. You would rather have um, to not watch saying... it live at a certain point. Uh, well, much like the WWE has, you can put stuff on cable television and also put it on a streaming service. You don't have to... It's not what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say, like, I just want it to be on, like, TBS or something like that. I want it to be... It's not... It was accessible. Mm -hmm. All I get for is that it becomes accessible. Yeah. Okay. It doesn't die in the middle of the well, I can't hear you at all. I don't want my laptop to die in the middle of this conversation. There's my arm. Uh, uh, well, I, I agree with you. I thought you were just talking about only put it on network TV. No, I literally just want it to be more viewable by more people mm. more regularly. Yeah. 
when it was on Fight TV, that was not the case. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's all I can ask for. I, I definitely agree. A more accessible, a, a consistent time slot. Because Ring of Honor had like four different time slots. Also, Miriam said HBO Max is the worst streaming app, though. It is not. It has the best content. It is one of the worst apps, but actually New Japan World is the worst app. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, it once is. you learn how to slap New Japan World around a little bit, you figure it out. Just don't fast forward your shit and you'll be fine. It's like saying, this car is not shit. I just have to slap the engine a few times for it to start. It's reliable. It is. You can't pause it. <laughs> you pause it, and the whole thing will break. <laughs> at least HBO Max. At least HBO Max, you can pause it now, and not have the audio still going. They definitely fixed that. It used to be shitty. Where we would, where we were watching The Sopranos, and the audio would still go when we paused it. it doesn't do that anymore. Um, it's definitely a lot better. And the web, the website is fantastic though. The app is worse. But we're talking about apps, not, um, websites. Cause New Japan World website's fine. Um, Unless you wanna... <laughs> um, the, uh, but to, though to pick something different from you. Or one one ideal thing for this deal. Um more TV time for wrestlers on dark. People like Lee Moriarty. Um and and Sean Dean. People who are great wrestlers but don't get enough TV time. I hope this will be a, a good place for them to have stories and showcase their talents. I think at the end of the day, as long as Tony can make it successful and not just AW 2.0, happy. I yeah, I I have I have faith. Right now, I have faith. Cautious optimism. I would never have faith in a millionaire. Or whatever the fuck he is. You're literally a Yankees fan. And I don't have faith in them either. What are you talking about? <laughs> you see, as a Mets fan, I have cautious optimism. Constantly. I'm optimistic, but I don't believe it. Well, if you don't go into every year saying, my team's going to win the World Series, then what's the fucking point of watching? You see, you have faith. In a billionaire. Yeah. No, 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 no. I have faith in divine intervention. Billionaire, millionaire, be damned. Is 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 God not a billionaire? That's a loaded question for somebody more like a theologist than my ass. Miriam said baseball sounds depressing. Are you guys okay? <laughs> No. Well, to answer your question, yeah, no. But it starts soon. We'll see. Right. Starts soon. Oh, I didn't crack. Thought it would crack. And, uh, uh, 
I, I definitely want to think. I feel like... Hmm. You you go. Okay. Uh, but I was gonna keep going with the baseball conversation. Oh, okay. Um, to to kind of round us out with the podcast before we end, I do want to think more on the idea of making like a subscriber newsletter with like, um, recommended matches like. You know, we've got the got the five matches of the week for Twitter and the top ten wrestlers. Just expand on all that. Put in a subscriber newsletter for Twitch subscribers. I think that'd be pretty fun. Can I have Liza's corner where I just talk shit? Yeah, but you you would have to come in here and type it out. Sure. Take time away from work. So you wanna you wanna wrap up the podcast? Uh, I was having fun shooting the shit with you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I guess that was one sided. Anyways, everybody, <laughs> let's all look at the cat. Look at her; she's beautiful. Her name is Pepita, um, and she wants to wish you all wonderful evening if you tuned in tonight thank you so much and if you tune in the future thank you so much we appreciate you happy i haven't wished anybody a happy something in so long um happy patrick's day happy st patrick's day um if for whatever reason you think that the best way to celebrate st patrick's day is to get really drunk on public transportation we don't um please join us Tomorrow night for our episode of Impact, or our Impact post show, um, where we will talk about Impact and um, what happened on it. And um, we will also be doing our predictions for Revolution. We will also be doing our predictions for Revolution. And on top of that, you'll watch me stressed out because I want to get the fucking tickets to Rebellion so badly. Thank you all for watching, everybody. Follow and subscribe. Our Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, and Spotify are all at pin, are all Pinfall Podcast. Um, uh, uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Uh, I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Elaine Two Three. We'll see you all tomorrow night for Impact Wrestling. Uh, but until then, have a great night. Uh, we'll see you then.